Welcome to The Essential Rhythm, science-based natural history and human ecology of the North Atlantic seashore. This is episode 23, Why You'd Rather Be a Tinafore Than a Nidarian. Eating is likely to be one of the two most important things animals do. Even the simplest animals have to eat, and most have some sort of specialized equipment for internal digestion, aka the gut. Food has to get in. That's what we call the mouth. Undigested, non-digestible waste has to get out. And that's where it gets funny. Some of the oldest lineages of animals evolved in the marine environment hundreds of millions of years ago. And they look it. I'm talking about the Cnidarians and the Tinafores. Cnidarians are well known worldwide. This large group includes reef-building tropical corals, anemones, including many of the species we have here in the northwest Atlantic, and jellyfish, among many smaller animals. They're predatory suspension feeders, capturing food items out of the water calling, using their exclusive stinging tentacles to subdue their prey. To eat, they do what we all do. They put the food in their mouth, which is conveniently located at the center of that ring of stinging tentacles. Corals and anemones grow as polyps. They are attached to, the, to a substrate, and the mouth and tentacles face up. Jellyfish grow as medusas. They're free swimming in the water column and are typically oriented 180 degrees to their polyp-growing cousins, so mouth and tentacles down. All of them, however, share the characteristics of being sacks of goo. And when I say sack, I mean literally like a grocery bag. The opening of the bag is like the mouth, and their internal body chamber is just the sack. And this gets us back to the digestive system. As Cnidarians have what we call an incomplete gut, meaning they have a mouth, but no anus. This doesn't mean they don't make waste. They do. But their waste can only come out of their gut one way. The way it came in. Cnidarians poop out of their mouths. Obviously, this sounds horrible to us. How Cnidarians feel about it is unclear. What we can say for sure, though, is that this feeding system puts some real limitations on Cnidarian nutrition. They have to wait until their meal is completely digested and the waste evacuated before they can eat again. Your yoga teacher may be telling you this is how you should eat as well, and maybe with some merit. However, this strongly limits the amount of energy they have access to, and that has some real ecological and evolutionary implications. Tinafores are another very old lineage of marine animals. We've got plenty of them in the water around here too. If you've ever seen or heard of a comb jelly or a sea gooseberry, that's a tinafore. They were once lumped together with the cnidarians. Both are gelatinous and marine. Many tinafores have tentacles, and they are also predatory suspension feeders, voraciously preying on all manner of planktonic and pelagic prey, including one another. And for most of their lives, as known to science, they've been considered to share the incomplete gut feature with cnidarians as well. Scientists from the 19th century on have observed indigestible matter exiting the tinafore mouth, confirming the theory. Except that tinafores were known to have a mysterious set of pores on the opposite side of the body from their mouths, and maybe something comes out of... This inconvenient anatomical feature didn't really fit the narrative, and until 2016 was largely ignored. But, 
At a 2016 scientific conference, a researcher from the University of Miami debuted a video that completely debunked the incomplete theory of tenophore digestion, proving once and for all that tenophores have anuses. And incidentally, the previous observations of tenophores excreting undigested food from their mouths, well, they were just vomiting. Why this is a big deal has to do with the science of trying to figure out the evolutionary history of life and how everything is related, called phylogeny. The through-gut was thought to be a later evolutionary innovation. The fact that these very old, very simple sacks of goo have this trait calls this hypothesis into question, or indicates that the complete gut evolved multiple times in multiple unrelated lineages. It was that good a trait. And that is why science is so fun. We learn new things, and it turns everything upside down. And it forces us to reevaluate and ask new questions. Like, if life had evolved a system early on that allowed an animal to avoid pooping out of its mouth, why do the Cnidarians still do it? This has been episode 23 of The Essential Rhythm, written and produced by me, Sarah O'Malley. The theme music is Lightstream by the artist Siddhartha, used by permission through Creative Commons. Thanks for listening and join us next week.